Take social studies off the back burner with time-saving, easy-to-prep, and engaging resources at your fingertips. If you're a third through fifth grade educator who wants engaging and quality social studies resources all in one place, wants to maximize your time to prep and teach social studies, and you want social studies to be fun for your students, you might be a good candidate for the Smart and Simple Social Studies membership. This is something that I'm currently in the works of finalizing and putting the finishing touches on. You can get on the wait list to be notified when the membership will be open. All you have to do is go to smartandsimplesocialstudies.com. Once you join the wait list, you will be in the know on when the membership will be open next. This is the Social Studies Teacher Podcast, a show for busy elementary teachers looking for fun and engaging ways to easily add social studies into their classroom schedule without feeling overwhelmed or pressed for time. I'm Kirsten of the Southern Teach, an educator and mom who is passionate about all things social studies. I love sharing ideas and strategies that are low prep and easy to implement, so let's dive in together. Welcome to another episode. Hope your December is going well. I can't believe it is almost the end of 2023 and we're moving into 2024 soon. Ah, it's crazy. But I wanted to today talk a little bit about differentiation and three ways you can differentiate instruction that I have found super helpful in my experience teaching in the classroom for upper elementary. So just like thinking about differentiating, we hear it all the time. I know that admin would always say, like, how are we differentiating our lessons or how are we going to be differentiating in small group? But even with all of that pressure, it really does make a difference. Differentiation is basically when a teacher tailors instruction to a student's need based on their readiness, their interests, and learning profile. So taking all of that into consideration. There are actually four different ways to differentiate. You can differentiate through the learning environment. And I had a really great episode about seven ways to differentiate your learning environment in your classroom. But there are three other ways. There's through the content you teach, the process, the different you know, ways of students are learning, and the product, how students are showing their learning. Even with all of these different ways to differentiate, it can be easy if you let it be. I'll be sharing today with you three ways to differentiate in your upper elementary classroom, and you can utilize these strategies to accommodate learning styles in your own classroom. All right, so tip number one, is to utilize hands-on activities. Give students the ability to get hands-on with their learning. This is great for whole group, stations, review, or just as an extension activity. This can engage students and motivate them to learn about the topic 
can increase retention of content as well, especially for those visual and kinesthetic learners. Some examples of hands-on activities are doing some simulations or labs where students have to get hands-on, maybe even something with Play-Doh or even having students create something, like creating some type of invention on their, you know, using materials All of that stuff, getting them to do stuff with their hands can help increase retention for students. The second way to differentiate would be to include a variety of directions. Make sure to explain directions for assignments using a variety of modalities. You can display directions on the board for the visual learners. Include spoken directions so you're talking to your class about what needs to happen. That's for your auditory learners. And then for your kinesthetic learners, demonstrating how students are supposed to complete the assignment, having a paper in front of them, showing, you know, walking over to where it needs to go when they're done. And you can even have students model these examples and non-examples of how to complete the task. So just by writing it on the board talking about it and demonstrating to students, you're hitting a lot of those different learners, those different types of learners, auditory, kinesthetic, and visual. Even though it might take a little extra time, it's absolutely worth it. I remember I swam in all the way up through high school. I remember where if my coach was just shouting at us what the set was that we had to do, even in high school, I really had to think about it. Like what? I feel like I had to have somebody, a friend repeat it for me because they're just saying, okay, do blah, 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 600s freestyle or whatever it was on this time. So there was a lot and there was, it wasn't straightforward there, especially when you got into high school, there was a lot of things you had to really think about because you had to switch up the strokes and all of that stuff. That's why I always appreciated the coaches that would have the sets on the board for the whole day. So I could really see like what we were doing. I can visualize it. Okay. I understand the interval that we need to be swimming on, the different strokes, all of that. They would sometimes have the whole set for the day. Sometimes they would add it a little bit at a time, but just having it there and then having them explain it at the same time as we went along was the best combination for me. I know some other swimmers appreciated seeing a demo of what it's supposed to look like. I didn't necessarily need that, but it did help. I know some other ones, some other of my friends. All right. The third tip would be flexible grouping. Flexible groups are great for stations or centers or projects. You can group these students based on readiness and understanding of the content, student interests, learning styles. You can pretty much mix and match your flexible groups based on what you want to accomplish, depending on that specific activity. You can also have students choose their groups or you as the teacher can select the groups on your own. Additionally, you can make it purposeful. You can pair certain peers together or just make it completely random. I always loved to use popsicle sticks and every student in my class had a number associated. And it was really helpful because each block, like I had more than if I had two blocks, 
and they all had a number. I didn't have to write their names or anything like that. I just had their number and I can pull popsicle sticks. Number one is together. Number four is together. Number seven is together. And it was transferable for both classrooms because there were two number sevens and two number twos and all of that kind of stuff. So definitely grouping. Not every activity has to have flexible grouping, but the activities that you think could benefit from either purposeful groups or random groups, making sure you're giving students that opportunity is really helpful. I think that differentiation overall can be fun for your students And if you want to learn a little bit more about differentiating, I have a free 10-minute video training on how you can utilize seven strategies for differentiating in the classroom. So this is something that is completely free. Once you sign up, it will be sent to your inbox. All you have to do is go to thesouthernteach.com forward slash differentiation freebie. So I'll make sure to link that in the show notes so you can check that out. It's great training on four more ways. And I give you a few more examples that are more in depth than what I just shared with you on the podcast. Completely free. So definitely check that out. All right. Well, that's the end of this episode. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks for listening to the Social Studies Teacher Podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, hit that subscribe button and leave a review. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can also find me on Instagram at the Southern Teach. I can't wait for you to join me in the next episode for more teacher tips and strategies. Something's a brewing at the Southern Teach TPT store. If you have not heard already, I'm in the works of creating a year-long social studies curriculum for communities. Texas history, and U.S. history. The guided smart and simple social studies curriculum is daily lessons and activities that are bite-sized and can easily be implemented in 30 to 45 minutes. It's teaks aligned for all you Texas teachers, but it's still flexible enough to use in any order or with any state curriculum. And each social studies unit has everything you need to simply teach social studies. Easy to follow lesson plans, guided notes, practice activities, exit tickets, and so much more. It's everything you need to implement engaging social studies lessons that students love and teachers enjoy because it's so comprehensive and super easy to prep. Right now, you can purchase any of the bundles for 20% off. If you're interested, you can head over to my TPT store. The link is in the description, and my name is The Southern Teach.